system for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. These scams are getting absolutely ridiculous. Which one? Which one? Phone scams. Like a phone call? I got two texts. Oh, a text. From two different numbers with the same area code. What is 256? Do you know Figure that, that one? Now. 256 area code. They keep making up new ones. I could barely keep track before. 256 is uh, Northern Alabama. Not, not to be confused with Southern Alabama. <laughs> no, I got two texts from two separate numbers, both yeah. with the same 256 area code. Um, saying hello, and I said, hi, who's this? And then I got another one. I said, okay, this is bullshit. Um, they both responded with, this is Destiny. My puppy isn't eating. Can you oh, help? shit. What the hell? Like, what the hell? Listen, there's a guy out there that's going to respond back. Hold on, Destiny. How can I help you? I'm going to Venmo you $100 uh, for, for vet care. I just said this. Um, I just told you this last night that I was trying to figure out. Whether I was watching one of my border shows, right? And there's this old man who got caught smuggling all this cocaine into uh, Spain. Well, you shouldn't do that. But he had like a legitimate enough, aloof, dumb old guy excuse. (laughs) Right? Where he's like, he's this old retired guy in America and gets this, you know, investment opportunity. And so he's traveling to Spain for it. But the people who told him about it said, bring this business gift for the potential business partner and obviously the gift ends up being loaded with cocaine but it's one of those things where i look at it and i go okay look you're out of your fucking mind i don't know about everybody i mean do they give him a pass because he's an old guy That's who what like I'm saying appears too. senile it reminds me of that south park character what's his name I don't know. There's oh, he has um, special needs. Uh, okay. Is it Jimmy, Timmy, Nathan? Is it the one who has Down syndrome? That's Nathan. Yeah, that's Nathan. He pretends to be like a complete doofus, and yes. he doesn't know anything. But then he turns around, yeah. and he's like an he's, evil he, mastermind. Like he leans into the perception of people that people with uh, Down, Down syndrome yeah, must be like must be stupid, must or be something. not intelligent, right? And Instead, he's this evil, smart-ass genius, which is <laughs> totally... He's one of my favorite fucking characters. But yeah, there is a part of that yeah. where like, I feel like, hold on, is he suckering me? Like, yeah. uh, like, like, is he the old man? Like, listen, I'll never get caught. And if I do get caught, I'll fucking get off. It's like, what's that Clint Eastwood movie? Uh, the one... I think it's called The Mule. That's all about a Michigan guy, too, for all of our friends in Michigan. Not that I watch a lot of Clint Eastwood films, but, you know, he's fucking still making them. And oh yeah, so did you watch that one? I watched it, okay, and I, I remember. I wanted to and yeah, you were you were pissed that I watched it without you. <laughs> I get Thanks. bored. I get bored sometimes. She's tired a lot, and I get bored. But that one was the whole basis of that. Besides the fact that for all the reasons, what draws a retired man to all of a sudden start smuggling drugs for a cartel? There was the underlying premise of no one's going to suspect the old retired white guy yeah. from Michigan to be smuggling drugs and we play that's part of it like that's why we like you so in my mind i'm like is this is am i getting hustled here i don't know so it's the same thing when when you get a text like that and it's destiny saying help my puppies are sick 
I want to believe, okay, we're all at the point now where we can say that's a scam, but there's someone out there, right? That's going to be like, oh, shit, I got to help that puppy. Destiny! I just, I can't believe. This happens. I can't believe the amount. I mean, I, I have to block like probably three or four phone numbers per day yeah. that are calling me with scams. It's ridiculous. It's just a bit much. Uh, I think I already brought this up. If I did, tell me to shut up. I forget a lot. It's like the movie Nebraska. You ever seen Nebraska? Mm, uh, it sounds you heard familiar, about it, right? Yeah. They tried saying it was an indie film. It was just because it was in black and white, but it wasn't. <laughs> just because you make it black and white doesn't make it indie because it had a bunch of like fucking big stars names. But the whole basis of Nebraska, pretty decent flick, is that about, you know, it's an old man who gets a letter in the mail that says, you won this jackpot. You know, call this number to redeem, which we all know is bullshit. Yeah. You know, you end up calling them and they say, here, you got to buy these magazines. But this old man operates in this old man world and and decides he's going to travel to Nebraska where the return address is and he's going to claim his million dollars. And nothing you can tell this guy along the way can change his mind because he comes from that world of, hey, why would they send me a letter saying that I'm a million dollar winner unless I was a million dollar winner? So spoil it for me. What happens at the end? Does it does uh, he show up and get the million not. dollars? No, oh, they say here's it. a fucking hat. I think it's a literal hat. They go, sorry, sir, uh, you don't win, but here is uh, your runner-up prize, and it's a hat. It's, uh, it, but like, it reminds me yeah. of uh, when I was in high school, you know, because we all used to just hang out at the malls. Yeah. Me and my friend got grabbed by, I don't know, some sort of advertising executive, and they were like, hey, you know, we're doing a study on something. It pays cash. Do you want to take 10 minutes and do it? And we're yeah. like, sure. Cash so, money. Um, it was for bird's eye frozen vegetables. Nice. And it was basically, have you ever tried them? And I said, no. They gave me a dollar. <laughs> they gave me one, one dollar. <laughs> I walk got out a dollar. This- I'm like, what? I can't buy anything with this at the mall. <laughs> But the rest of the movie is really cute. It's really more about the relationship between this son well, yeah. and his father. And they go on this journey. They end up finding the other son. What's his name? Isn't it Paul? Better Call Saul. Who's that? Oh, um, yeah. Joe McHale. He's in it, too. And then the old man. He was in a the Mormon flick we used to watch on HBO. Oh, um, uh, not Sister the Wives. Um, big is, Love. Yeah, Big Love. So there's big big actors in it, but yeah, it's a great film. Watch it, Nebraska. Scams run amok. They're still around, man. Listen, that's why when you go to the post office, when's the last time you went to the post office, right? But I go enough, and they still, man, they have those posters up that's like, hey, if you're here to send like some kind of fucking, you know, money, uh, you know, we're here to send money or funds or this or that, they're like, dude... I mean, because, you know, especially where we are, it's a bunch of old folks. Well, yeah, and I mean, I've seen that happen with my parents. Not my mom so much, because she doesn't really do any sort of technology at all. Oh, your dad. But my dad gets scammed all the time, and he buys into it every fucking time. Because your dad, for a long time, you know, he was the subject, uh, like a lot of folks were, of of the economic crash of 2008. He's one of those guys that lost a a job he'd had for many, many years. And so then he's kind of thrust into this new world of trying to compete for jobs in a failing economy and yada, yada, yada. So he's in a very vulnerable spot. And then you have someone coming in going, hey, 
I can get you this job. All I need you to do is uh, sign up for this job service. By the way, it's fifty nine ninety five. And that happens. I mean, he when he went into the hospital last year. Ironically, he's back in the hospital today. Go mm. figure. Um, but when he was in the hospital last year, I he was like out of it. I forgot what they call it. It's something when you come out of surgery. A delirium. Delirium. I know yeah. That. I just passed my clinical licensing. He did. Exam Congratulations. And I shit you not, that was one of the fucking things I had to study, and it was in the test. Yeah. It was about, it's, it's I mean, it's called very, delirium. It's very scary because you're like, what yes. if they don't snap out of it? But yeah. he, when he had delirium, I had to go deal with all his bills and his yeah. money to make sure my mom, you know, didn't get kicked out of her house. And when I went into their bank account, mm-hmm. there were just, there were withdrawals multiples every single day from like these sketchy ass websites. Is it one of those where like you sign up for something and then once you have the info, like they're just fucking like pulling sums out. And I mean, I call, I remember spending an entire day. Mm -hmm. I called all of these businesses. I say that loosely businesses, all these websites, all these operations. And I said, unsubscribe my father from whatever the fuck you're charging him for, because you know, it's sketchy. And like none of them argued oh. with me. They were like, "Yeah, sure." Okay. Oh, wop wop. We don't get to steal his money anymore. It's just, it's insane. It's true, but you know, like you know, uh, you, you got to look at it like a lot of folks out there don't have a you in their life, right? Yeah, no, I, and that's why elder abuse is such a big deal well, because yeah. a financial lot, abuse. Yeah, financial elder abuse is a huge yeah. deal. I mean, it happens with my parents. Luckily, I caught it. Who the hell knows what my dad has signed up for in the last year? He probably re-signed up for all those websites and all those services, mm-hmm. and they're taking them out of his account. But there's a, like you said, there's a lot of older people who don't have somebody keeping an eye out for that stuff. You feel like as we kind of move forward in our uh, generational um, experience with technology, that that aspect kind of goes away. Do you feel like they're kind of getting in on the the last of the golden era? Because the next round of folks to hit that age are going to be Gen Xers. Yeah. And Gen Xers, while they were not the young ones of the digital age, they're still tech savvy. They're, they're much more tech savvy than boomers are. And so the Gen Xers will then give way to the millennials. And I mean... I mean, by, I don't by wanna, then I don't want to think that like I won't be senile or you know who knows yeah, what's going to happen true. in your old age, but I I mean even now like I check our bank account every day <laughs> to make sure I know what's coming out and where it's coming from because there's a lot like same with my dad although they're not scams but like you sign up for a subscription and you yeah. forget about it and then you see it come out and you're like oh well, shit I got to cancel fucking that seven day trials exactly. or, yeah all that shit in our lives so right? I I have to do that I probably say like once a month I'm like oh shit I got to go cancel that Man. but I'm hoping I will still be that cognizant in my old age to do that there is nothing worse than seeing that when when like you sign up for some of that shit and then it's like hey you got to you know, de-sign up by this day or else you get and you charged forget. and you forget. And when you see that charge come through, I don't care if it's for a dollar ninety nine. No, it's the pissed. worst charge. That we'd like, because oh, you're like, it's totally your fault. Damn it, I forget. And they knew you were going to forget. They always they know. They on that, man. I got one better. I actually signed up for a free trial for a photo editing service that I truly only intended on using like right then. So, that was you were, so, so you're like that person that they're, you know, you're not a potential customer, right? Because the whole no. thing is we're trying to get you on a free trial to turn you into a customer. You're someone in, that's like, I'm here for one reason and then and I'm out it. the and door. And then I'm out. And so I signed up for, it was a seven day free trial. Those mother effers charged me $60 within about 2.5 milliseconds. And I messaged Apple. I'm like, what happened to the free trial? And they're like, sorry, here's your money back. But I mean, it was just, it's just sketchy stuff like that. That like, honestly, like people like my dad, older people would overlook. And then they're getting charged every month and their, their money is just poof, gone. 
So welcome on in. It's the 145th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Bless uh, your heart for keeping track of that. I know, right? <laughs> Someone asked, do I have? It's the only kind of fucking math I can do. Hey, not to uh, start start things like, uh, remember Casey Kasem yelled about the goddamn dead dog de- uh, dedication? <laughs> hey, come on, an up-tempo record to a goddamn dead dog dedication. Oh, when you do a request line, that's what happens. Oh, man. Uh, but there is kind of like sad news, right? In our world and possibly yours, especially if you're part of our Michigander listening audience of those folks that have sat through all 145 now podcasts. Um, but an old colleague of ours, uh, and, and current, uh, Flint, Michigan media personality, content creator, entertainers, whatever the fuck we call ourselves now, um, passed away. But Derek Sorensen, who, I, I don't know, he had a lot of names out there, right? D-Rock, Mr. Rock and Roll. Um, I just called him Derek. Or just Derek. <laughs> or just Derek. But he passed away, man. And Like, and, really unexpectedly. Really fast. And he we, was 46. Yeah, we worked together. Me and Derek worked together when we were in, at our radio home in Flint, Michigan, working for uh, Town Square Media. And we worked together there. He was kind of one of those guys that came in. I believe he was an intern for the Rock and Roll Station, yes. right? He was an intern for the Rock Station. And then um, he ended up just kind of doing stuff for every station yeah. in the building. That's he, how you get into radio yes. stations, by the way. You start as like an intern, and then they, they, they give you one little shit job, and then you just fucking spider crawl. Yeah. And then before you know it you're a big part of the operation now it doesn't mean they're gonna pay you any no any money no but, they definitely didn't pay Derek well at all but but they will be like okay you're valuable and now you kind of do everything but Derek kind of really ended up being a utility player at our radio station where he did stuff for the rock and roll station he did stuff for us he, he did I stuff. Say he was um we call it running the board basically when you're hitting out, the buttons yeah hitting when buttons. you're out on location somebody does have to be back in the studio to hit the buttons because that's where everything gets broadcast through and he was uh, our board op during roof sit for yeah. a couple of years. And he's he was really good at it. He was good at everything. But, you know, he was an aspiring, you know, on-air radio personality. He was doing some um, on-air work um, uh, uh, for us. And I think somewhere along the way of the crash when they started, you know, um, getting, you know, slimming down the jobs and stuff, he ended up kind of leaving. And God bless him, the guy resurfaced across town at another radio station in Flint, probably the last like uh, independent, uh, locally owned and operated station with people that work there. Oh, it is the truly last <laughs> locally owned independent rock uh, like but, station with yeah. actual people working at but, it. But so we were always kind of really happy that he made his way to a full-time position. He, uh, he deserved You it. know, it was across town at, at the other guys. But, uh, well, he realized in our building he wasn't going to get yeah, it. Yeah, you just got to, so. look, it's the entertainment world. You do what you got to do. But so, you know, that was kind of Derek in our world. He was one of those guys where it was really unique because he was, like you said, he was 46, right? So if you're doing the math, you're thinking, hold on, this guy started as an intern. Fuck yeah. He was a guy that probably didn't think about radio until sometime in his 30s, went to a a little school program, got his internship, and kind of like what I'm doing now, like how I have my little social worker license and I'm doing therapy because right around uh, my 40th birthday, I said, boy, I want to do something else. So I put in the work, and I'm hanging out with a bunch of 22-year-olds in class. <laughs> and when when they introduced me as the intern at um, the place where I interned, of course, everyone looks at the intern with gray in his beard. But I 
achieve something. And he kind of did the That's same exactly thing. exactly what he did. Yeah. Where he wasn't like the, the other interns who were like 19 years old living at their parents' house. He was a guy who had a child. Um, you know, he had life experience. And he just decided this is what I wanted to do with my life. So with that being said. And it was yeah. interesting, too, because we, there were, we did have a lot of employees who were in their 20s. I wouldn't even call them employees. I think they got rid of the part-timers at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they didn't want to pay them. Yeah. Um, but there were people doing work around the station that were in their 20s and didn't want to put in the work. And then you saw, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, they were like, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. And Derek just came in and said, I'll do whatever the hell you need he me to like do. He was like that classic uh, radio uh, work ethic where it was literally, like you said, I'll do, I'll whatever. do whatever you ask me to do. And he was good at it. You know, and fuck, man, um, we got this. This one hurt really this bad. Sucked, man, we got the news that Derek passed away. Now you're saying, okay, what? so so what's the story, Morning Glory? And Mr. Rock and Roll wasn't sick. Mr. Rock and Roll um, uh, did not have any nefarious habits that led to an untimely demise uh d-rock uh, literally passed away while doing what he loved with djing a birthday he was party. djing a birthday party he was djing a birthday party fell ill and i kid you not by the time this guy gets to the airport he passes away or to the hospital the, yeah. to the hospital he passes away and I guess we're okay to talk about it, but it was... Uh, it sounds like it was an aneurysm. An aneurysm. I guess he said he had complained um, of a sore throat and then started to vomit. And they said by the time they got to him to a hospital, Done. his aorta had ruptured. Fuck. I mean, that's it. That's, a, that's, that's it. But like, that's the equivalent of passing away at your desk, right? Yeah. Except your desk is a really fun place. Yeah. And you get that news, and it's 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 that randomness of life. Right? I I couldn't. I saw him tagged in a post about the world lost like another, and I'm like, no way. Like the, it can't be him. It's got to be somebody else in these pictures. And it was him. And I I mean I I was crying. It was hard. It was really. It was. It's been a hard week for everybody who knew him. He was such a fun, positive, hilarious. See, that person. was a, that's what I was going to say in a world of, and listen, he was a lifelong Flint guy. What, what was it? What were the three towns? Cause it was in his obituary. It was Clio, Mount Morris and Burton. That's right. Those were all the three places that he claimed home. So I don't know much more of a Flintstone uh, than that, who grew up in the area. He got the area, yeah. understood the people, but was not, you know, when you think of Flint, right? Sometimes people think rough around the edges and all this and the hate one. Oh, this motherfucker was like one of the most positive, happiest lived life. Um, and genuinely cared about you. Like when we yes. talked and he would bring up my son, right? He'd, he'd bring up Dylan like, hey, I saw this. Or he would say, um, hey, I listened to you guys doing this bit on the radio. It was really great. Or that made me laugh. It was, it, it's not that glad handy bullshit no. where there's someone in your life that goes, hey, how you doing, pal? But you know, there's nothing behind that. Like he, he was so genuine. The guy was genuine and, and he, he looked, cared. He looked like he could be rough around the edges. I mean, he had facial tattoo, uh, facial piercings. He had sleeves. Typical tattoos. rock and roll guy. Yeah, right? but he was just the biggest softy, yeah. and he he loved his daughter so much. I can't recall a conversation we had about his daughter, where he yeah. didn't bring up his daughter, who he is so he was so proud of. And it's just it sucks because really, you just go down the list of shitty people in the world, and you're like, and then there's Derek, and we uh, lost him, right? It and is so hard. So, you know, we, we, we got the news that Derek passed away, and there's been tons of tributes now, right? His, they painted the rock in Flint. I love right. it. He got the, now, for those who That's don't know, deal. we're going to say this for all of our Sconies that are listening or anyone Anybody else. Anybody else? There are people listening all over the world, we found out. We did find out. Oddly enough. <laughs> but in Flint, there's something uh, that is referred to as the rock, and it's not really a rock. It's more of a cement structure, but it's a... Cement structure that routinely gets painted over with, you know, art, graffiti, 
uh, and more often than none, some kind of tribute, me- tribute yeah. or or even message, right? Yeah. Like there could be congratulations, Pat and AJ just married, right? Yeah. And that means someone in Flint got married and you go there and you paint the rock and maybe it's up there for a couple of days and then someone else it's, comes it's by. It's just up there until somebody else paints it. And then it. someone else paints it and then maybe it says rest in peace, grandpa, yeah. and you have grandpa's name and you have the dates. Um, they painted the rock with Derek's name. Of course, the D was the old English for uh, the Tigers. Yeah, he's always rocking all of his Detroit stuff. The guy, can I tell you one thing before we get into the rock? One of the freshest dressed motherfuckers in Genesee yes. County. Yeah, he was fly I gotta every what, single day. He he coordinated, rightfully so, because he was a little thin up top, right? You know, guys, we know how to start wearing hats once yes, our hair goes. It's once you guys start balding. <laughs> but he's like, every day he color coordinated his baseball hat that he always wears usually rock to the back sometimes to the front but he would color coordinate the hat with his gym shoes yeah and that's you don't find a lot of dudes that have that kind of fashion forward sense no he was always like i said he was just a fly he dresser. was always just threaded up looking good so um and but, it sucks too because like we were just texting with him a couple months ago like he stayed in touch and i always say this when you get fired from a radio station yeah whether it's malicious whether they they hate just, you just business or it's just business there are people who just cut off contact with you because it's like you're just not part of they have, their... They have a hard time. Yeah. They have a hard time with it. Uh, Derek was not one of those people. Derek kept in touch with us. We were texting him. We texted him when he won the My City of uh, Flint's favorite yeah, radio he DJ. Just, twice. He won it twice. So this is funny. Like all these awards that we used to like kick ass at, um, it, like now that we're gone places, we love to check in and see like who's doing what with them. It's it's, it's yeah. like once you're out of the competition, you're like, who's, who's taking it over? It was Derek. And it was fucking Derek. Derek was taking over all these like little local, you know, vote for the best this and that comp, you know, competitions, uh, whether it was favorite radio DJ or, or favorite, uh, you know, trivia guy. He did a bunch of trivia, like yeah. the bar nights. He was an entertainer. And what was his team called? The Velvet Touch? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Somebody Jesus just Christ. posted a picture of it today. And of course, they all have like inappropriate name tags. And Jeez, I just listen, died. It's just We so, don't even have so time funny. to get into the history of the Velvet Touch in Genesee <laughs> County in Michigan for you guys. But He's, he was just so funny. So, but yeah, so in Flint, Michigan, this very iconic piece of uh, real estate that gets painted and repainted with different messages all the time. Um, got the official Derek um, treatment. Derek treatment. Yeah. And I said, I don't know if there's a higher honor no. in Flint. Than getting your name on that when you pass away, dude. Nobody, nobody painted it for us when we got fired, Fuck man. No, right? No, yeah. No one said like goodbye, Pat and AJ, because it's like a real. It's an honor. It's a local thing. Yeah. It's uh, and and like I said, there's been all types of shit on there, right? During the George Floyd stuff, you saw like Black Lives Matter get painted on there. It's just this part of the community, and to see Derek and his family, right? Because it yeah. was, it was his family, his it was his friends, his coworkers, come out there, and yeah, they they, they painted put his radio station on they got the it. Radio station. They had his sign off, which was deuces. Yeah, it was fucking cool. It's just so and, awesome. Yeah, and it sucks, you know, because so I don't know if you listen to him on the radio. Um, like I said, he worked at uh, the Foxes. Uh, the name of the radio station there in Flint was his current gig. Um, he had he did trivia at all those places like Blondies and Jesters, yeah. um, all those little bars that did trivia. He was the guy that did that. He DJed, mobile DJed. He was literally DJing a 60th birthday party. The guy he died at the wheel. Yeah. Okay, and that's what everybody said. He died doing like what he loved. doing what he loved. So. He and I were just texting. I don't think it was last week, maybe two weeks ago, because he said he has ants here in Arizona. Doesn't everyone? And fuck. I know somebody. Every, everyone everybody knows somebody in Arizona. Everyone from Michigan's like, oh fuck. I'll see you. Why? Oh, because so-and-so lives in Arizona. 
he said, I'm going to come down and visit them, and I would love to hook up with you guys. And I'm like, absolutely, I would love yeah. to see you. Yeah, that, I was excited for that. Like, there's some people. I was too. Like, like, there's some people, don't get me wrong, from your past that, like, jump into the city where you live now. And they're they're like, like, let's go out. And you're like, mm, you're like oh, fuck. But like, you feel bad, and you do it anyways. Yeah. But Derek's, the, Derek was not that person. No, no, no. We genuinely wanted to hang out. I'm like, dude, you come stay at my house. Yeah, it was like one of I those things. I told him that. I'm right? like, we have a third bedroom, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on over. So, you know, if you were a listener of Derek's, whether it was on, you know, uh, one of the radio stations or maybe you're just hearing about him now for the first time. It's, uh, you know, a loss and, uh, you know, you always... This one hurts this week. I don't sucks know. Sucks when you lose a good one. It right? is like, I don't know. It just keeps bubbling up and I get upset like mm. randomly because it's just so hard to stomach. It really so, is. But it also, it goes to show you we don't know our end date. Fuck, right. God damn. Like, that was the bigger part is that you want to talk about the most random of random. I don't know if brain aneurysms get more random and scary, really, because it is just... I mean, I guess there's some ways we can pre- figure out something about him, but for the most part, it's random. Yeah, and it just happens. It most, just happens. Um, what's her name? The chick from uh, Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark, I think her name mm-hmm. is. She has survived like three aneurysms. She had like yeah. Someone she just is, came out and talked about it this week in the the news, which is I mean, you just most people don't survive aneurysms. They just yeah. they happen and you're gone. And she's like, my brain is different. She's like, I'm just a different person now. <laughs> I mean, but it's incredible that she survived. Yeah. But when those things show up. It is bad news bears, man. It's just scary because yeah. I know we all, you know, which is why I think a lot of us um, yearn for answers and we find that sometimes in religion or whatever because it's the randomness of whatever this thing called life is that can scare the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, it's one thing if you think we're all going to get old or you're all going to, well, I mean, whatever it is, one day you're, you're just going to keel over. Yeah. But it's we don't like hearing about that. Like, oh, no. can just, I mean, it's it's, it's very much like. Uh, it'll, it, it can, it'll fall you up i mean people yeah. there are people who catastrophize that and and literally just stop living life because they're afraid too afraid yeah. that in the next five minutes they're yeah. going to keel over and die i mean it, it. it can you really do yeah. have to just put it aside be, and go for it be like Derek. Derek yeah. died doing what he did i don't know how many more d's i can get in that sentence but i'm just saying the man literally went at the wheel. My favorite memory of Derek, because I think it's, I don't have, I don't think we have any pictures together because it was always just passing in the hall, the radio yeah. hallways or at events. And that sucks. I was really sad about that, but yeah. he showed up. Um, it was one of our, it was like our last few weeks of broadcast before the pandemic. And I remember we knew something was coming. Everybody was on eggshells. Like shit's going down. And I don't know if it's going to like reach us, but it was, it was Valentine's day of 2020 Mm -hmm. last couple of weeks before um, the pandemic. And he came in dressed and I mean like dressed from head to toe as baby Cupid. Mm -hmm. And he just walked around the station and spread all this love and laughter. And I, it was, it is my favorite, spread the love, favorite memory of him because it was just, we needed it. It was depressing at that time. (laughs) Like the world's in a pandemic. Is it going to hit the U S what are we going to do? Are we all going to be at work in a few weeks? And then there's Derek in a Cupid outfit. And I just loved him. He was such a good person. So, you know, for as many, you know, close friends and family of his who actually reached out to us to say, oh, he always spoke really highly of you that, guys. Yeah, I messaged his girlfriend because mm. I said, hey, I know this is a, a tough time. Do you, is it okay if we post on the Pat and AJ page? Because yes. if it hadn't been like... It's, it's very anti just share on Facebook. You yes. are like asking for permission. Well, there's like 27,000 people on our also Facebook. also like a news person. That's well, like, yeah. you know, you ask permission. But I'm like, I don't want to post about him if his whole yeah. family doesn't know. And she said, absolutely go ahead. Yeah. And she just said, he really loved you guys. He spoke highly of you. He yeah. talked about 
about coming to visit you, and that broke my heart even more. So, you know, um, for as highly as it sounds like Derek thought of us, I can tell you, Mr. Rock and Roll, that it is uh, pales in comparison to how highly we thought of you. Jeremy Fennick is up next. He's got uh, just Bob's 420 contest at uh, 420, of course. And of course, Jeremy's got the uh, traffic updates. Jeremy will keep an eye on that for you. So enjoy the rest of your Monday. Until tomorrow, after Johnny and Erica, I'm Derek. I'm out of here. Deuces. Um, I like to consider that I have my life together, but, you know, just like most people, I don't. I have been, <laughs> I have been late Mm. and showing up to appointments that don't exist. Not oh, once, shit, yeah. but twice this week. You have been kind of losing it. What's <laughs> what going the, on? I don't know. You got to start putting stuff in your phone. I, I do. Well, that's I, I've told every, like I tell everybody, I have in my notes section in my phone is a to-do list. Yeah. And I mean, I put everything. Like earlier, you're we talking about those subscriptions. When I do a, a seven-day trial now, I put, put it, it in, in my phone as a reminder to cancel it. See, now I was going to say, hold on. you. So you say notes. You put it in your calendar? No, in the notes oh, section. Dude, no, you got to do a calendar. See, no, I no, do. No, no, no. I have all my appointments in my calendar. It's just I fucked no, it all up this No, but trust me. Put even the to-do shit. Like yeah. if you even put like, like for me last week, I had to uh, send some paperwork off to the state for my license and stuff. I literally like put in there knowing that I go on a break at like 2 p.m. on Mondays. At 2 p.m. Mondays, I put in my calendar, send off email to state board. Yeah. And it dings as a little reminder right as I'm getting well, yeah, ready. I'm like, oh, shit, I should do that. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. It's just for some reason. Like Monday, our dog was supposed to have a haircut. Mm-hmm. I showed up to the appointment. Apparently, her rabies is overdue. Nobody called me to tell me it was time for an appointment. So I'm like, well, shit. And they're like, it's fine. We'll just reschedule her. You didn't get a Carfax report telling no. you that. Well, usually they the say you're, up. you get like a postcard saying they're due for you know, whatever. I was going to say, and I haven't gotten shit. Doesn't your vet normally beat down your door over that? They're always telling yeah. you like when to come in. I'm, uh, yeah, I am kind of shocked that, that that lapsed. So, yeah, I was like, oh, wow. And it lapsed in April. So it's been a while. So does the dog have rabies? How does she that does work? She does not have rabies. What happens now? But they can't, they can't bring her in around the other dogs if she hasn't had her vet. So it's like old yeller. We don't have to take her behind the shed and take her out. So I call, stop it. I called the vet and I'm like, Hey, can I get her in for a rabies shot? And they're like, sure. I didn't write down the appointment in my phone, write down. I didn't type in the appointment into my calendar. Um, and then as I, I rescheduled her haircut appointment for next week. So that was a huge fail on my part. Um, then I showed up with her at the vet on Wednesday they looked at me like I had a horn growing out of my face. They're like, do you have an appointment? I'm like, yeah, one o'clock. And then I'm like, as they're looking through their computer, I'm like, hang on. And I'm like, I pulled out my phone and found the email they sent me that my appointment is nice. Friday at one o'clock. Why don't you check that email before you go? I, Not to sound like your dad. I but. did. I did. And I really thought it said Wednesday and I was just a mess. But you and, are. But, can, can I give one observation? Absolutely. When it comes to that stuff? You, and and I think you self-admit this, that you just, with information, you're very fast and digest and move on. And, yeah. like, you read like that. Like, when you read, it's not to, like, savor the word. It's, like, dumping it into your brain, yeah. and then you hope at the end you've retained yeah. 
a lot of it. And sometimes you don't. I wonder if just like take the time to consciously read. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're right. Without just the open look because, you know, I get it. That's but- what's happening. And and then today. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, forget it. But yeah. deep down, I'm like, can you just give her her rabies shot? Like, I'll pay for it real quick. Can we just get out of here? <laughs> is that easy? To, I mean, I don't know. Anyone who's a vet contact That's us. That's all she needs. Is, is that quick? Can, can, can you just slide us that? It's that- a vaccine. I'm like, give it to her in the lobby. I don't give a shit. Oh, like, there's someone screaming right now because they're like, you can get a rabies vaccine down at the old Fleet and Farm for $5. No. I guarantee you. That's fine. Um, And then, to top it all off, I had a haircut today, which, of course, only happens like once every 10, 12 weeks. Were you Um, there at the wrong appointment today? I was was late. Shut the fuck up. I had it in my... I didn't know that. I I put the appointment in my phone when we make it. Yeah. I put it in my phone for 1045. Mm Mm-hmm. My point was at 10.30. Okay. So at 10.30, I was getting ready to leave the house. And she's like, see you see you in a few. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I, so I showed up. I showed up right at 10.45. So like my hairstylist said, you were on time for the appointment you thought you had. And then, of course, ironically enough, her next appointment showed up a half hour early. There you go. She's like, yeah, that's how it always happens. Somebody shows up late and then somebody shows up early and your whole day's thrown off. I don't know. I am... Two McNuggets short of a Happy Meal. You got a lot going on there. You got shit with your with your parents going on. You got stuff, you know, family stuff you're dealing with. The Derek shit has thrown me this Der- week. Derek too. stuff kind of threw you Derek off. Derek stuff. My dad's in the hospital. So I will tell work you, is a hot mess. Right I will now. tell you what I've told a lot of my clients. Allow yourself some grace. I know. I'm right? trying, but and I I have apologized profusely yeah. to everybody who I have but, thrown off this. Week. But I will tell you, and <clears throat> this is kind of my old um, radio. <laughs> My, I feel like it's the radio forefathers looking down upon me, mainly because they're all fucking dead. Um, <laughs> because I got drilled into me by a guy that I interned for, who actually was a former uh, Vietnam vet who worked in the same radio station as the Good Morning Vietnam guy. Oh, awesome. Yeah. He told me the studios were built exactly. Really? He said in case you were wondering what it looked like, he goes, that was, that was just how it looked like. But I interned for this guy in the 90s, right? And he made commercials for a living. And I interned with him because I thought I wanted to make commercials for a living. And back then, um, things were not digitized, right? So there was a lot of more hands-on work. And the one thing this motherfucker drilled into me was to always check your work twice. I know. And it would drive me nuts because sometimes I'd say, I know I got the work done right the first time. He goes, great. Check it again. Check it again. Which, I, which, which, yeah. which for us was like listening to something for 30 seconds, right? You yeah. just made this commercial. Listen to it again. You just put this commercial um, onto a CD. Play the CD. Not once. Play twice. it twice. And it was just to have and that peace that, of mind. Yeah, I did that at work last night. I made a typing mistake and it was... Read that shit twice. I, and, I, and that's the problem. I did, but I didn't read it thoroughly. Yes. Like, no, yeah, no, yeah. Not read. Read. Not scan. Yes. Read. Check your yeah. work twice. Check it twice. Check that appointment twice don't just glance at it once check it twice is mercury in retrograde can i blame that jesus christ come on is mercury at that point are we at that yeah whenever i feel like i'm out of it off we throw mercury in retrograde um mercury is not a retrograde so it's just me being stupid (laughs) it is literally you right now you have a lot of shit going on in your life right and and you're in a time of just heightened things so it's okay allow yourself some grace you're gonna fuck up an appointment big deal did you fuck up anything big was it real big 
Um, Nothing that big. Uh, right? The thing I fucked up at work, it was a minor mistake, but it was a big glaring mistake. Okay. You know what I but mean? But again, still, right? I mean, it's not a you know, big one. No, the world's not going to, you know, collapse you. because of it, exactly. but still. You didn't ex- accidentally start a nuclear, you I know, world not. war. No, but that is on my list of things to do. It's in my notes, in my phone. Start Obvious. nuclear. Well, you work for the mainstream media. I know that's what you're doing. <laughs> but, but no, so just allow yourself some of that grace, man. Yeah. It's all right. You'll be good, but please. And this goes for anyone else out there, especially for all the kids getting ready to go back to school in a little bit. Check your work. Twice. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.